Well, welcome back, everybody, to another installment of the All About It podcast. It's your main man, Bennett, back here and again. And with me, as always, is Ariel. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. And with me, as always, is Ariel. Are you happy now? I joined it on the clapping. There we go. All right. Don't do it again. <laughs> so, thanks for joining us today. It's a beautiful day outside. You know, we're oh, right. it's gorgeous. Just in the thick of the summer, summer fun, summer love, summer... Summer drunks walking down the street at 2 a.m. waking me up with a window open. You know? It's fine, though. That's like the neighborhood we live in, right? That's what we signed up for. Last night, yeah, it's... It, we got we get a reprieve most of the year, but yeah. once we hit the summertime, once you hit Memorial Day, it just goes downhill in terms of things that wake you up in the middle of the night. Yeah, you yeah. know, There's you all know, kinds it's of beach, funny it's beach living, beach living, and uh, you know how I feel about the train. But once you get those peeps walking down the street, it gets a little rough. I wake up easily, even with the windows closed. It's like just yell at the top of your lungs as loud as you can possibly get. So that everyone that's sleeping around you is woken up. <laughs> They're having more fun. Did you wake up are. last night? I think I did. Yeah. I, I recall, or maybe I was in that half asleep, half awake mode where it's like you're not really asleep, but you're not really awake. Yeah. At least they were having fun and it wasn't like a fight because sometimes it is not good and negative. But this was a this was a happy bunch, you know? It's good. Yeah. Speaking of bunches and... Uh, <laughs> stories we went to go see spider-man which is a clue to our episode today i wanted to have a seat next to us that was blank when we booked our tickets like an open seat like oh like if you were to get an airplane ticket you want to be able to have a seat between you you know what i'm saying yeah and they don't let you do that online you can't you can't have a blank seat. You have to. Well, yeah, because everyone would want a blank seat and then every movie would have, you know, a percentage of blank seats. Yeah. And that's not fair. So we ended up getting two seats next to a huge party that had already booked the seats, clearly. And I go in first and I'm sitting next to this like eight year old boy who is kind of goofing off with the guy next to him. And it's just a whole row of like young boys who were there to watch spider-man and i just look at you like okay well i'm kind of here to play along with what you want to see because you know that wouldn't be my first choice necessarily you probably would have preferred toy story yeah i would probably pick toy story over spider-man at this point toy story quattro four so anyway throughout the previews they would just comment on every little thing that happened in a preview like if someone kissed they'd be like ew gross like that kind of behavior they also were having a hell of a time opening their candy wrappers because they were just like playing with the plastic (laughs) i remember like that rustling sound you know and it's like okay this is all this is fine now but when this movie starts you better start stop rustling with that. Or what are you gonna do? Raise hell? Like what would you do? Like if they really did go well, on? Well, what I noise? well, you know what I did do <laughs> is I hell. I was offering to change seats with you, right away. I didn't my, want you to have to listen to the chewing. Well, here's the thing: I wouldn't have listened to the chewing. I would have because I would have just looked at him. I would have just given him a look. Yeah. That's the extent of my like. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like how how much trouble I want to get him. I'm just gonna give him a, a stern looking. Just gonna look at him like, Ugh. 
looking at you, kid. I'm two feet away from you, and I'm so, looking at you. One of the first things that comes to mind for me is who is the parent and why aren't they telling them to not talk? Because there was a kid who could have been old enough to be watching them, but I couldn't totally tell. I didn't want to look down the row and have everyone just like stare at me for no reason. So I never really found out if there was like a mom or a dad or if it was like an older brother figure. But the kid next to me just had a good old time eating. And that was that was another thing. If you've heard episode one of the podcast, you know, open mouth chewers. Why does it happen? <laughs> yeah, that's one of your big peeves. That's the I mean, one. That's a top five. I would say that's a great. That's a pretty common thing with people is, you know, that noise is not preferred. Like, do you like that noise? Of course not. No. <laughs> like like that noise no i'm not gonna when i put on a music i don't hope that there's like samples of people chewing right like in the background right. of my favorite songs but i will say that they they calmed down as the movie started and they were they were pretty good i would say up until about halfway through they were done chewing and then the second half of the movie there was no more sound for the most part they would like giggle a little bit here and there but it was you know I would rate that experience like a three out of ten. <laughs> An overall three out of ten yeah. experience, but what? What? So the movie was a three out of ten, or no, the whole experience together was a three out of the 10? experience with who we sat next to made it hard to enjoy the movie. Okay. I will say that. So who gets the three points? Does the movie get three points, or did does the chair get a point? I would say the chair was nice. So the chair. I gets, like the chair. The chair gets one. Yeah. You Reclining being... has the buttons. Has a little like desk if you want to prop up your food or drink being with you is one point and then the movie itself was one point too wow yeah i mean we're talking marvel guys this isn't like my wheelhouse or anything <laughs> i would give that whole experience see i had a different experience yeah, than you me. did i would but i would actually probably give it about a six and a half six yeah. and a half to seven yeah about a six and a half to seven you know i just wasn't blown away by the movie yeah wasn't blown away by any of it but what did you say about the guy the guy had a better butt than the girl yeah i think that the guy had a better butt than the girl <laughs> this spider-man was very like to what's be, up guys to be fair you know i'm 31 ariel's 30 you know when 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 you're thinking with your with your own mind you don't think about your your own like age all the time it's uh, yeah. not something that really like comes up for me i don't think about it i don't really reflect on it i don't think i'm old i don't think i'm young i think i'm your main man bennett back here and again but then when i see like a guy like tom holland and like a Zendaya is mm -hmm. her name, and they're like you know kind of making out. I didn't really, I didn't really get the chemistry Can there. Can you even call that making out? Yeah, I don't think it was like you know. It was like multiple pecks in a row. There wasn't a lot of chemistry yeah. from where I was sitting. Yeah, I stand by my statement. I think that at least from my perspective, I've only seen the movie once. Maybe I need to see it again and analyze the the climactic scenes. But I think that Tom Holland had a better butt. Than Zendaya, it's not. It's not like this information matters. It's not like I'm creating He's in a like thesis. like a tight spider suit, so of course it's gonna look like a very feminine know. looking butt. He had a nice butt <laughs> at the end. I was like, that's a nice butt. <laughs> yeah. It's like if you're a girl and you like a nice butt, I guess you look at that and it's like, hey, you know. But then I was I thinking think that, that all the time. He's a young guy. He's like a young lad from London or something. So is he English? Yeah, he's got some sort of English thing going like does he have an, uh, an english accent in real life yeah 
Really? Yeah. He and does he, a good he, job he of plays, the American. Yeah, he plays uh, an American huh. uh, Brooklyn Spider-Man. He kid. does a really good job. And I thank you for going to the movie with me because uh, you're right. We should have gone to see Toy Story 4. You know what? I'm glad I went. See I'm glad Woody. we did that. It was a very random Thursday night decision situation. You know, I, You know, it was fun just like getting out of the house and going and sitting and not thinking about anything for two hours. Well, and the other thing is, what is today's episode even all about? It's all about watching movies. So we go and we watch this Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Spider-Man in, what was it? Far, far from home. Far from home. Into the universe. Homecoming. Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. I thought he was great. He was the best part. Yeah. He's so evil. So annoying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's loved great. it. What was the movie we went to go see before Spider-Man? Like the last time we went to the movies before that? Captain Marvel? Yes. Why am I only seeing Marvel movies? It's a great question. It's a great question. My I marriage? Know. I don't know. <laughs> Wasn't a big fan of that, of Captain Marvel either. Didn't have a good time uh, watching no, that. No, if I had to pick... Sp- the last Spider-Man or the Captain Marvel, I'd pick the Captain Marvel. The Captain Marvel. Because yeah. you've got the the female, like, you know, character, the lead. I really liked her. Mm-hmm. She was very strong. You can tell she put in a lot of work to that role. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what? I remember seeing that. And, yeah, I guess it, w- it was okay. I, I don't know. The last several times we've gone to the movies, I haven't underwhelming. been... Underwhelming. Underwhelming. Yeah. It used to be, we used to go to movies multiple times a year well we came from a generation where we went to go see like titanic and wedding crashers and all these great flicks i don't that know are if just... i i didn't see what i didn't see titanic i did you saw titanic mm-hmm. in theaters yeah i think what, so what were you like eight yeah i think so wow didn't didn't even understand half of what was going on it was a big deal and then we had the like five vhs tapes that it was on at home <laughs> yeah, so, so many tapes <laughs> the uh, box set I saw some of the new uh, Star Wars movies in theaters whenever they came out, like the episode one, whatever, whatever. I used to try and keep all of my ticket stubs thinking oh, I want to yeah. keep these, you know, years and years down the line. I'll look back at these and, you know, want to hang on to these tickets. And then I, you know, just was rummaging through my closet and I found like Tenacious D, the pick of destiny. I'm like, <laughs> there will never be a time where I need to like show this to anyone and be like, see what I did when... Do you have our first date ticket to see March of the Penguins? I don't have that one. That one would have been in actually a good 2005. one. In 2005. That would have been a good one to keep, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Ticket stub. Yeah. I w- I w- that would have been a good one. That's why we have such a love for Morgan Freeman, by the way. If anyone was wondering. He's a national treasure. <laughs> that sweet voice. Oh, of course. Yeah. He's an inspiration. Yeah. What do you think is like the worst movie experience? that you've had going to the movies probably last time with the kid really the yeah. most recent time. oh yeah easily yeah we, you know when when we were younger too it's like it's so exciting to go to the movies you got your big old thing of popcorn and a drink you usually have yeah. some candy too and you know obviously or maybe not i wouldn't say obviously but ariel and i have been kind of on a call it what would you call it, like a fitness or health We've just we've just been making decisions lately that don't involve food that we've eaten in the past. And we've been it's been a little cleaner. It's been a little lighter um, for the better part of like six to eight weeks, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing major. I'm not. I've never been a big popcorn guy anyway. I like it. I I like white cheddar. You love for the love of God. Give me some white cheddar. And I'm not I'm not into candy. Yeah, I'm not really. I I would rather take an ice cream. And if I'm gonna get a drink, I gotta get a big drink. If I'm gonna get a big drink, I gotta go pee. 
Yeah, that's my big thing. I don't I like having go, to get up. If I got to go pee, then it's like some of the money I'm spending on the movie, I'm actually spending to leave the movie and go pee. And also, I was, I was going to get a drink at this <laughs> most recent one. The cheapest drink is like six bucks. Yeah, and it wasn't even alcoholic. He just it's wanted like, a Diet what, Coke. What happened in the what's going on in the back <laughs> like what what's going on in the back what is what is wrong or what are you synthesizing back there it's fountain drink how are you charging this much for fountain drink because people buy it and they can it's like what people is this the, it. it's like what is this the airport <laughs> yeah, like the like the movie theater in the airport uh, what the heck are you doing yeah god it's a bunch it's of because crap. you don't have any other choice you can't bring in liquids to god, either of those places it. wouldn't it be great if you just bring like a tupperware of like spaghetti and meatballs to the movies that's what i want to do people probably do that all the time yeah i bet they do like something really smelly you were t- as we were leaving to go see spider-man you were telling me like oh we can't bring in our own snacks at all like we can't do that so you might as well bring your normal sized purse and i was like okay because i'm not used to it so we go, and as we're waiting in line to see how much this drink is, there's like three young girls waltzing in with their giant tote bags full of stuff. And I'm just like, these girls have booze and snacks and all these things probably. But whatever. They didn't get checked. I had some trail mix that I was going to put in my pocket, but the bag was like coming out of my pocket. So I was like, okay, I guess like I'll... bulging out. I guess I'll just leave that at home. <laughs> My market I'll pantry good, I'll target. I'll be a good boy. I'll be a good boy and leave my trail mix at home. Yeah. And then like halfway through the movie, I'm like, God, I wish I had those trail mix. Ugh. I only like them because they have M&Ms inside. So a movie that I had to get up and go to the bathroom for was A Walk to Remember. Oh, God, that Mandy Moore movie. You yes. saw that? In, that was in theaters? Yes. That's like the best Lifetime movie ever made. No, that movie was a big deal when it came out. That was like very popular amongst. Name you know, one actor in that movie. Who's not, not Mandy Moore? Mandy Moore. Can't remember. That actually, even me saying that <laughs> reminds me, um, and I didn't tell you this, but later in this episode, I have a game for you. You always don't tell me about the game. I have a game for you. It's a game that I would win. It's a game that I would probably score very high on because maybe I've been it's so good at movie trivia. I'll blow you away with my trivial knowledge. You never tell me about the game, and I'm always left surprised. So movie trivia for you is a really... That's that's tough. Yeah. That's a challenging topic. Unless you're quizzing me, is it a surprise Nancy Myers test? I could have... Uh, you know what? Maybe I'll fill in another question okay. or two that are Nancy Myers okay. related. It's a sliding scale of difficulty, so it starts off very easy, okay. just a little... Like little baby questions that even a newborn infant baby that can't okay. even talk yet, they could get it right. And then it should get progressively harder okay. so that, you know, now you're you're like a five-year-old. Now you're a 10-year-old. Okay. And then I think the last couple questions are, they, they're gettable, but like they're gettable if you're like a normal person out there, I think. But for you, they might seem like trick questions. So we're going to have some fun with that. Okay, really quick, just in case anyone is wondering what kinds of movies Nancy Myers makes. We're talking about The Parent Trap starring Lindsay Lohan, her debut film. We're talking about, you know, Father of the Bride Parts 1 and 2. We're talking about Something's Gotta Give, The Holiday. Uh, what else? What am I missing? Lindsay Lohan had a hell of a career. Yeah. I'll tell you. She came and went. She was huge. Now she's in Greece. And that's the end of that chapter. <laughs> 
she was like i was such a fan it's blown away you were a fan oh of course like the mean girls oh i love mean girls is so well written i was like oh geez i was like i, I think i saw mean girls in theaters I and i, I laughed too. my butt off i thought it was great tina fey cameo so tim meadows well, didn't Tina Fey wrote it, right? I think so, yeah. something like that. But it was just a great, so funny. everything about, and like Rachel McAdams is in it. It was you just know, before very... she like really went off. Like this is pre Notebook or right around the Notebook, right? Right. So how can you be the lead in the Notebook and be Gretchen Wheeler or whatever? Oh, she was so good. So in good, it. yeah. So good. <laughs> I love that you it's like pretty that good. movie. That's oh, a great movie. I can't really. I don't really. I don't. Can't remember the last time I saw it been years if you had to pick one of the nancy myers movies i just mentioned which one would you pick pick to watch forever pick to, to as live your in. favorite and you just have to pick one there's no choice you just have to choose one it's not something's gotta give no i gotta go with my main man stevie martin yeah and martin yeah. short yeah with the father of the brizide part one yeah. 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 I got to go with that one because it's just uh, it's a feel good movie. It's and I, I've always been a big Steve Martin fan. That Steve is Martin, top five for me. Steve Martin. You know, it's kind of maybe a generational thing, but there's all these incredibly just perfect like legends of their craft. Yeah. That I don't think I think now they're underrated. Now, now they're you know, kind of like they're kind of like a Billy Crystal type. I was literally just going to say Billy Crystal is brilliant and his is it 700 sundays what's it called something like that yes there's this monologue show one man show he does where it's like a long thing of him on stage just talking about him growing up with his parents and his family and And i cried at the end i was like laughing and crying and it's so 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 good yeah highly recommend he's the best yeah he's yeah there's so many people that are like that i was just watching i ended up getting caught up on youtube watching a hours of george carlin stuff kind of getting off the topic of movies but just like i mean he's these guys have been in movies what was he in george carlin yeah. uh, he was in like the bill and ted he's movie. like more of a cameo kind yeah, of character. he did a cameo in the movie jersey girl with ben affleck and stuff so it's like yeah these are, no that's not the best example yeah. i i literally preface by saying this is not the best example. okay fine but he is an og legend of stand-up comedy right i mean come on it's one of the one of the all-time greats I can but take him or leave him. George Carlin? Oh, brutal. <laughs> I just want to get your feathers ruffled. That's bullcrap. Whatever. If I had to pick my Nancy Myers movie, I'd, I'd pro- I'm probably the same as you. I'm. It's For me, there are many different reasons why I love The Holiday and The Parent Trap and Father of the Bride Part 1. I mean, don't get me wrong, Part 2 is fine. It's fine. It's just not as good as the first one, so... But if I'm having a rough week, a rough day, and I just want to instantly feel better, it's either the parent trap or father of the bride. And I'm like, Bargles, put it on. That's an all-timer. It's an all-timer. I spent, you know, you can attest, I spent weeks uh, compiling a list of movies. Yeah. Uh, My list of movies, it's movies that I've seen, and the list got long, and it was maybe between six and seven hundred movies this mm-hmm. list but i and i and I, I ranked these movies i scaled them i figured out what's you know what are the best movies of all time that i i think and god what a big waste of time that was was that a spreadsheet yeah i had a great excel spreadsheet i still have it 
it's a beautiful spreadsheet. So what did Color you determine as your number one? Well, I determined that the whole grading system is was severely flawed. <laughs> it was very flawed and ultimately a waste of time because it depended on my mood. You know, because Dumb and Dumber is an all-time great movie. It is one of my favorite but movies. But when, when you make it compared to another great uh, movie that I love, like a Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Oh, my God. Uh, it's hard to compare and contrast, and then it depends on what kind of mood you're in, and it's just totally different. But right. what, was con- what was constant is that Shawshank Redemption was in the top five of the whole process. So that, that's a takeaway. And Dumb and Dumber was also in the top five throughout the whole process. So that's another so takeaway. <laughs> and then finally, the movie Little Monsters, starring Fred Savage and Howie Mandel. That was always in the top five as well. That's a lesser-known movie. Great movie. One of my favorites from my childhood. And I think it, I think it holds up. Yeah, if you want to see Howie Mandel dressed as a blue monster and basically high for two hours, go watch Little Monsters. Yeah. And also, <laughs> it's got both the Savage brothers. It's like... That alone is reason What's to go. What's the little savage? You got you got movie? Fred Savage and you got Ben Savage, and they're both in it. Oh yeah, it is Ben. Yeah, Ben Savage in that movie is so cute. He's a just he's a little, a little boy. guy. He's just a little boy. So cute. Yeah, the crux of the whole film is that they get scared by monsters under their bed, and they got to go and figure that shit out. <laughs> it's a great movie, though. I I it's love good, it. Yeah. Oh man, I a still. Classic. I think it's one of the all-time great underrated kids movies. Yeah, yeah. I could see someone being afraid of that movie though. If oh, young enough. definitely, definitely. Because I didn't see it until I met you, so I was way over. It's dealing that with some age. dark, to- dark themes. Yeah. It's dealing with some dark themes. I'm thinking, you know, the monster world represents like getting into trouble, and if you you can hang out with monsters for a little bit, but if you hang out with monsters too much, you turn into a monster. I'm just scared of Howie Mandel's energy. How do I get past that? Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Oh, man. Oh, Lordy. That was one. Lordy. Yeah, it's one of the best. Got me thinking. Lordy. Got me thinking about that. But yeah, I was uh, and still am a big Fred Savage guy. You know, Ben Savage, too. But, you know, I'm, I was always more into. Uh, I was all. Years. I was always more into the Wonder Years yeah. than I was into Boy Meets World. See, I wasn't introduced to the Wonder Years. I was always a Boy Boy Meets World TGIF kind of girl when I was younger. But we watched the Wonder Years all the way through like five years ago. And that was a good time. Do you remember the first movie you saw in theaters? Mm, I don't. I know that's kind of. Mine was Jurassic Park. That sounds about right. And I got very scared and I like wanted to cry. And then I curled up in a ball in the seat and I fell asleep. Oh, yeah. And they, when I was just a little Bubba, when I was waking up, everyone was walking out and like it was, yeah. That's adorable. Was it just you and your dad or all of you? My mom. All of you? I can remember my mom being there and there were some others there, but I can't really remember. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my memory, it isn't so good. I can't, I don't know why I can't remember my first movie theater experience. But it was probably Bella Bottega in Redmond. Do you think that movies in general are, you know, are they getting better or are they getting worse? When I see movies like Green Book from last year or 
there are there are really good gems out there but overall like you're not seeing a movie comparable to big with tom hanks or you're not seeing a movie like dumb and dumber or even the parent trap like i'm not really not really getting it lately you know what i'm saying well maybe it's a combination of things you know we're, we're getting older but i do think that the whole movie industry is kind of I don't know if it knows what it's doing. It's becoming like so, there are still summer blockbusters and they're right. ma- and they're still set records like every other summer for the most money ever made. Like all these Avengers movies are making, you know, billions of dollars or whatever worldwide. So they're still they're I think they're doing just fine. Yeah, but I will say that a lot of my all time faves are 80s and 90s based when I was growing up and totally. watching VHS tapes, you know. Oh, even before that, I have a. I have a sweet tooth for m- movies starring Al Pacino mm-hmm. and Tim Robbins sweet tooth. and Christopher Walken from back in the oh, day. There's like and now God. now I, I, I am him. getting to be just about that age where, you know, there's a ton of people that I know. There's neighbors of mine, like my, my buddies downstairs that are, you know, 21, 22. And they've, they, they've never seen a single Al Pacino movie. Mm-hmm. Not a single Al Pacino movie? You have no frame of reference when someone says like hoo You know, or when you when someone does a great Al Pacino, when when your main man Bennett does a great Al Pacino impression, you're like, you don't even get it? And you're just like staring at me downstairs like I'm an idiot making a funny voice. Wait, it's have like, you done that to them? Yeah. Just hoo Well, yeah, I did hoo <laughs> I don't even know what that's from. It's Pacino. So? See what I have to deal with. Yeah. It's like I'm just living in a world of people that have never even heard of Al Pacino. Sorry. I like Christopher Walken too. Wedding Crashers. Oh, oh, that's, yeah, that's great. That's great. But, you know, I'm talking about Christopher Walken from back in the day. Like the deer hunter. Well, even in. um, When he was a young guy. Was he. What movie is it where he has the watch? And he's in it for Pulp like fiction. a little bit. Okay, I thought it was yeah. Pulp Fiction. He's pretty, he looks younger in that he's one He's great too. in Annie Hall too. People forget that Christopher oh, Walken's in yeah. Annie Hall, a great uh, Woody Allen flick. He's My Diane. Like, he's like, sh- he shows up. One of the best moments in all of cinema, I think, is he just keeps on talking to Woody Allen about like, sometimes when I'm driving late at night, I just want to take my car into the other lane and see, uh, you know, what, how, how close I can get to hitting that other car in front of me. And then, like later, all of a sudden, Woody Allen's character needs a ride home, and he's like, he's and, he's like, and, he's like and he's like, I'll give him a ride. And like the whole time, Woody Allen's just like super nervous to be in, in the, the car. Like, seat. are you kidding me? Oh, it's just so great. If you haven't seen Annie Hall, that's another good recommendation. There's so many good movies. Young out Diane there. Keaton, so cute. There's literally so many perfect, amazing movies. Movies that'll make you laugh, they'll make you cry, they'll make you remember that yeah, movies are good. You know, and acting and right it's worth it. Like this whole big ordeal and movie stars and like everything surrounding it. It's like right. it's worth it because it's it's like a beautiful It's a piece of art. Yeah. It really is. But then you know, turn on Netflix and you start scrolling and you scroll past that initial group of like good movies. Right. And you start seeing all these movies and you, they were never promoted. You don't know who made them. You don't know who's in them. And when I say you don't know them, I mean no one. No one knows. These are random. The last these are, night. These are unknown people. 
bad reception. I'm making these up. Yeah, there's just like, who is making all of these movies? Yeah, yeah. There are too many. There are a lot. Of there, movies. Yeah, there's a lot. I've seen a lot of great movies, but there's a million movies out there. Well, there's... you know what this reminds me of is um, The Room and how James Franco totally just turned that on its ass and i love i love what oh the original did. the room and the remake yes yeah. what's the remake called do you remember the disaster artist the disaster artist yeah that was it must have been you know it's a dave franco and james so franco. if you haven't seen the room or heard of it it's this it's considered the worst movie ever made just by like critics in general right yeah it's it has kind like of, a 10 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah but then so it it was released horrible you know reviews and yeah. it basically died but then it generated this cult following to the point where it started getting played in theaters yeah and it know, was known showings. for being the worst movie ever but it made it famous well and it was all self uh produced too I yeah mean, they, that's it was, why it's so bad <laughs> well i mean see now it's all now just, it's funny now it's one of those things where you couldn't try there's no, no amount of budget you could have and you could try and make a movie like the room and you wouldn't you couldn't it's like a moment in time so basically james franco remade that movie frame by frame basically exactly exactly the same as the original but he plays the main guy it's it kind of they don't read they don't do a a scene by scene i thought they did i thought that they did that at the end they like put them side by side oh yeah they do a little they do a couple snippets i thought it was a whole thing for some they don't they don't do the whole movie Oh, okay but they they do some snippets and yeah it's it's ridiculous and he really really gets into the tommy wusso character really well that also reminds me of all the apatow movies and just like I want a good one of those. That's what I'm craving. Just like a solid 40-year-old virgin type movie where it's just this ridiculous cast of so many good people. And it's just that like classic Judd Apatow humor. Love it. Yeah, I'm wondering if just our expectations are maybe really high. Maybe. There's a new Tarantino movie and I'm hesitant to go see it. Yeah. And it, I and it's because I absolutely love Quentin Tarantino and I I love all of his movies. I've seen all of his movies at least once, and I just think my over love for movies like Pulp Fiction and you know stuff like that make me hesitate to yeah. go and watch this one because I'm gonna be I'm gonna judge this one against Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs, which scored very high in your main man Bennett's top 700 movies of all time. Scored right. very high, very high on the Bennett scale. That also a lot of B points over here. Same feeling as like if Adam Sandler came out with something that was like Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore, it just wouldn't be the same, obviously. Yeah, I, I was just talking to someone recently about Adam Sandler. We had this thought like he's a great example of at, him, at some point, you know, your brand of what it is that you're doing, like for him, we both agreed like, you know, what, he could he could stop. Like, like, I think we've, have we exhausted that outlet? I don't know the answer. No, Like, how many versions of Grown Ups? Because I think there's two Grown Ups movies now. How many of those need to come out before you can say you don't need to, no one, no one needs this in the, I don't mean to, I don't know, I mean, I don't mean to say anything that crass, but it's like, do we really, I don't think we need another one. Well, but then, but then he comes out also with the, his newest 
stand-up You're set. You're reading my mind. I was just going to say his newest, that. And his it's newest stand-up so set made me cry. Good. And it it's, uh, was this incredibly beautiful thing that only he could have oh, yeah. done because he's so endearing and he's so great. But it's a thing that we don't get to see in the grown-up movies, you know? Which is like the real him. Totally. So yeah. at some point, it's like you don't need to keep on doing that thing. Maybe doing nothing or you know doing something else is you know could be better yeah definitely look up adam sandler's most recent stand-up special i don't know if it's a netflix special i think, I think so it is. yeah that was, on there it was right great now. yeah yeah the tribute to chris farley oh, on it yeah. is super good so and then he does good. a song for his wife which is really sweet but it's also just really he has some really funny bits in it yeah. too it's so good yeah well that's enough that's a tangent on some movies that's a tangent yeah what about or how about we give a shot to this movie trivia game 2019 oh, edition. <laughs> well, I, these questions actually. Yeah, Can they, they play along at home? Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Just keep track of your guesses. <laughs> and. Um, oh, are you not going to tell me what's right until the oh, end? Oh, no, I will. I will tell you whether you are right. Or wrong. I will. I right. will give Let's you the see how answer. Hard you made this for me. No. I th- here's the thing: is there's if you get, you should get the majority of this right, and okay. the and the people playing at home should be able to get the majority of this right. I say should. If you can't or you don't, you gotta go back and watch the movies, I guess. But I also tailored this out of you know I saw maybe thirty questions, and most of them are way too hard for you. It was okay. unfair. Yeah. So and I, I tailored, know that you know. So I tailored some of these questions for you. Okay. So we will start with, and it, every question is supposed to get progressively more challenging. Okay. So here's like a test question. Okay, go ahead. This is like level zero Got on it. the difficulty scale. Okay. Just to give people a frame of reference. You with it? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. A spoonful of what... Helps the medicine go down in the movie Mary Poppins. Really? Yeah. That's the level zero. That's level zero. All a right. spoonful of what? Shug. All right. Did great. That's no points. This is uh, it was a test. Okay. It was a test question. So. Shug. So now, now the game begins. And again, these questions are very easy. All right. Go ahead. Until they're I'm on my toes. Not. Okay. Well, you got the movie Lion King coming out. What is the name of Simba's uncle. Uncle? Uncle. Wait a minute. He has the dad. Yes. There's I almost said I almost said there's Jafar. <laughs> if this was timed, I think you'd be buzzed out, but we're not Wait, gonna put a time uncle? limit on it. Yes. Simba's uncle. Yes. Why do I feel so why am I blinking? Is this obvious? This is literally question one, level one. What is the name of Simba's uncle? I don't know. Just take all the time. Take all the time you need. I'm sorry, Disney fans. I don't know why I'm blanking. One more time, I'll ask the question again. Okay, I know what the freaking question is. What is the name (laughs) of Simba's uncle? Kind of a clue. Think about it. There's like literally. How many characters are in this movie? You got commercials for it coming out. You've seen this movie countless times. I know I've seen it. It's the freaking Lion King. This is level one, question one. I don't think of it as his uncle. What's the name of... 
Just in you saying that, who are you thinking about right now? The dad, the... (laughs) Wait, are we talking about this? You are killing me right now. It's called The Lion King. I'm crying. Like, name the lions in The Lion King. Nala. Can you name them all? Pumbaa. Holy shit. Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm assuming you're all out there. I'm sorry, you, you all, you all got a point out there, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure everyone sorry, out there has got guys. a point. Okay, okay, okay. Everyone's got a point out there except Ariel. Ariel so far has zero points on level one, question one. You Did you even have an no, answer? No, I don't even have a hint. You're I don't gonna... even have a glimmer of hope. Are you I messing even... around right now? No, I'm not kidding. All right. I have like tears streaming down my face right now. I, made, I clearly made this quiz way too hard. Oh, Level one, question one. Who is Simba's uncle? I can't Final answer? right now. I can't remember. Final answer, no answer. All right. And people at home, his name is Scar. Scar is the name. I'm not thinking about the villain. Uncle. I can't remember that Scar was his uncle. You didn't even try to say the name Scar. You said Pumbaa. I knew who you Scar... Said, so wait, you know that okay, Scar is I a... knew that Scar was a character, the villain of the movie... And spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Lion King, but he killed Simba's dad, who was his brother, right? You're talking like you know it, but just three seconds ago, you clearly did not know it. Okay, well, I didn't re- I didn't put... Okay, this is We're going to the slightly next embarrassing. I going did the not remember that Scar was the uncle in that moment. The, the audience at home will judge you accordingly. Yeah, whatever. So that's <laughs> the end of level one, question one, who is Simba's uncle? Your answer is... <laughs> Right. Okay, level. God, you really had to rub that in with like the we, the with the, no, the with negative sound, sound, the sound effect. It could have been like boop. All right, next question. Boop, boop. Okay, question two, level two. These questions get progressively harder. We are oh, at God. zero points over here. Audience at home, I'm assuming has one point. Good for Probably. you out there. Level two is what is the name of Ariel's love interest in the movie The Little Mermaid? Eric came out really fast yep eric that is the correct answer good job okay good job way to go one and one whatever (laughs) moving on to question number three level three okay okay this this is is, okay now this is actually when it uh, i I believe this is getting progressively okay 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 is it all disney by the way no all right because you've done Mary Poppins, Lion King, and Little Mermaid so far. True. In the movie Fight Club, mm-hmm. starring Edward Norton and Brad Pitt, what is the first rule of Fight Club? You don't talk about it? Oh, that's correct. Is that right? That is correct. I literally just, like, that came out of my brain. I don't oh even know how God. I knew that. We, I didn't know that. That is great. It is correct. If you have not, If you're unfamiliar with Fight Club, the first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about fight club all right i feel better good job all right right, that's two correct answers out of three okay moving on question four level four holy wow shnikes (laughs) what is darth vader's real name from the star wars movies anakin is wait that is your answer question mark anakin wait luke skywalker is it Anakin? It is. That is correct. Yeah. Wow. We that is fine. That with the judges. Judges? 
Yep. Judges, and, and they will take it. Okay. They'll accept it. Good okay. job. Okay, we're on a roll now. Endor. Holy wow. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, we're now question five, level five. Everyone at home is probably, I'm assuming, got it all right. I don't know. Fight Club might have threw you. Maybe. Okay. Question five, level five now. Do you have faith in me? Have a little faith. <laughs> what is the name of Buzz Lightyear's arch enemy? Zorg? Zog? Looking over back to the uh, judges, the fictitious judges. Zorg. They're making a fictitious ruling. They're gonna they want they they want you to keep on trying. Uh, Buzz Lightyear's arch enemy. Z I don't know why I want to say Zorg. Zorg? Zarg? Scar? <laughs> you know what? We're not going to give it to you. They're, you know, we're, okay, what is it? It is Emperor Zerg. Zerg. You were very close. All right. Maybe I'll give you a half. I'll give you a half because you right. said Zorg. All right. Emperor Zorg. Did you say Emperor? No. No. All right. Well, <laughs> we're not going to give it to you. See, I think that's a tough one. That is. I was close. I was close. I don't feel bad about that. Question six. Level six. No. Who played Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz? I know. See, this is, you guys, see, no, this is so... Question six, so, level six. We're, sh okay, give me... The <laughs> <laughs> question six, level level six is also question six. The level and the question is also Can the I same. say a name that I know Episode that it's six. not, but I keep wanting to come out of my mouth? Sure, I never said how many guesses you have. It's Judy Garland. She gets it. You got guys, it. Guys, I, kn I know that answer. It just you know, I take it back. We're going to give you the point for Zorg. And if you're at home and you said Zorg, you get, you. A, you get a point too. Emperor Zorg, even without the Emperor. Just Zorg. I'm a, I love Bo Judy Garland. I just, for some reason, my mind kept saying something else and now i can't even remember what it was saying before so there you go that's Question how i work <laughs> seven level seven okay episode seven number seven the train is here for me tom cruise and val kilmer are in top gun that is fact <laughs> tell me what are their pilot cosign names um maverick and iceman correct Correct. Thank you. See, Thank I you. think I don't know. Maybe we did. Did we take a step back in the difficulty? It's because no, it's just circumstantial. Because my brother Simon was obsessed with Top Gun for a big chunk of his life. I don't know if that ended or if it's still going, <laughs> but that's why I know that. Okay, we have we have three questions remaining. Question eight, and you're damn right, it's level eight. <laughs> what type of pizza? Does Macaulay Culkin's character in Home Alone, Kevin McAllister, like to eat? Pepperoni. Incorrect. What is it? Cheese? It's cheese. Oh, I can't remember. It's cheese. And I love Home Alone. I love Home Alone Lost in New York. That's like one of my favorite holiday movies. Cheese pizza was the correct answer. You can't said remember. pepperoni, which is the incorrect answer, so you will not be getting the point. Everyone else at home. I'm embarrassed. Gets I got a home point. a home alone question wrong. Lion King question was pretty bad too, but I get it. You didn't. You, you had a mental block on the uncle thing. Yeah, yeah, it was the whole. If you said who's the villain, I would have said it immediately. Two questions remain. Okay. And these are hard questions. Okay. I don't think I would be able to get these. I want right. to know. Hurry! I, I can't wait. 
<laughs> so you have to go to the bathroom or something? No, I just want to know. Jeez, where are you going? So this is obviously question nine. Level nine as well. <laughs> In the movie The Shawshank Redemption, what is the name of the island that Andy Dufresne wants to meet with Red after escaping the prison? I don't know. It's going to go straight to the I don't know. Yeah. It's Why a don't tough you, question. It's, yeah. tough, it's, it's question nine, Do level nine. Would you know that if it's I San asked Juan you San Juantanejo. Okay. Wow. They say it approximately three to six times in the movie. So they say it a, a grip of times. Andy says it a couple times. Red says it a couple times. So if you've seen the movie a couple times, it means that you've then heard them say that about a dozen or so times. I've heard that name before. I know it's from that movie, but I never in a million years would have guessed that. Okay. We're ready for the final bonus impossible question. Are you ready for the impossible question? Is it from Mission Impossible? Because I'm definitely getting it. I wrong. have an ask, asterisk. Let me take that again. <laughs> I got an asterisk. Take it the second time. Taking it again. I have. What do you even call asterisk? Asterisk. Asterisk. Taking it third. third okay. Three times. Take it. one, two, three. I have another question. <laughs> it's impossible for you to get. You're not going to okay, get it. Okay. Okay. Tell so me. I can't wait. Either you oh. get a. Okay. Here we go. Okay. There are a total of nine members of the Fellowship of the Ring from the Lord of the oh, Rings um, stuff. I'm not even going to ask you to name all nine. Great. Because Bil- that'd, be a, that'd be a waste. So I need you to give me three members that are real, and I need you to invent uh, the uh, or name as many as you can, and then you have to fill in... Okay. The rest of the fellowship with made up names. Okay, and first... start with dude one of nine. And Bilbo. remember, you're, you're trying to get the real guys. Bilbo Baggins. He wasn't, but okay. Gollum. He wasn't, but okay. We're 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 moving. We're going. Jon Snow. Sweet. All right. Darmarius. Okay. Scarmarius. Scarmarius. Great. The blonde girl from Game of Thrones. That's just the, her name? That's yeah. the sixth one? Okay, great. <laughs> so you have Scarnarius and the blonde girl from Game of Thrones. Great, That's that brings us to six. Um, Lieutenant Dan. Oh, God. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. That came out of nowhere. Okay, that's seven. We need two more. Imagine this cast of people together. Um, uh, you have, I you need to... You the guy, come up the with guy, the guy in Oceanside that goes into the water with his trench coat on. Oh, Oceanside trench coat guy. Yeah. Okay, that's the eighth guy. <laughs> There's nine. There's nine people in the fellowship. The ninth is you. And your main man, Bargles Nine Thousand, is the ninth. Can you member name of the fellowship. them? I mean, yeah, I can. Why isn't Bilbo in that? Bilbo is not in the fellowship. Uh, you know, Frodo. In the oh, Bilbo all I think about when you say adventure. Frodo is hairy feet. And then my second point to this entire thing is that when I was required to read The Hobbit in high school, my mom read it to me out loud. Did she do like funny voices and stuff? Yeah. That's awesome. It was a really good experience. Should have her do that again. It's the only way I could comprehend. <laughs> Just for the people at home, if you scored a perfect score, congratulations. Uh, yeah, you did. You did it. What did I get? C minus. You you got. I got three. You four got wrong? three wrong out of. But zero the didn't 10. count. 
Yeah. So oh wait, no, no, no. That was right though. Then that didn't count anyway. Yeah. So you got three wrong in total. I, gave, I basically gave you one. You, you I got have a Emperor couple Zerg. Questions. You got Emperor Zerg wrong. You said Zorg. But just for the people at home too, the fellowship is comprised. If I can do it from memory, of course, Frodo Baggins, Samwise Gamgee, uh, Aragorn, Gandalf the Grey, Legolas, and Gimli. Uh, also, uh, what's that? Uh, Pippin, Merry, and I'm forgetting somebody. Oh, Boromir. I think that's it. Well, pretty I'm sure that's it. Turned off for the year. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure that's it. I have a test for you. I have a couple parent trap test questions for you. Okay. What is the dad's name? The Play, da- played by Dennis Quaid. The dad. So the dad's character. The character of the father. Nick. Nick what? Nick what? Oh, you don't know. It's not coming to me. No. Nick Parker. Oh, yeah, there we go. What is the name of... Actually, no, you know the name of the nanny. What does she say that she's going to make and that she can eat in her room? Like cornbread and chili. Oh, so good. Um, what it, What did the mom do as a job? Like, what was her thing? She designed, like, wedding dresses and stuff and so... photo shoots, etc. <laughs> My mom and is so And was also so renowned old. for it in some regard. Every Nancy Myers movie, there's a, a common thread where the yeah. people in the movie Very have wealthy. like have no like they they have incredible jobs. Like yeah, they always have jobs. an insanely great uh, uh, job or profession right. that enables them to basically you don't you never have to worry about like oh why do they have a a vacation home in the Hamptons or whatever you know what right. I mean you never have to question these things. No, nothing's like ever all, questioned. They're always millionaires. Right. You're yeah. they're a writer, they're a um a movie trailer producer. They own a own tea a vineyard. Tissue? Tissue? T- what's that? I was going to say t-shirt, but uh, Steve Martin's character owns that. Like, no, he owns Sidekicks, the shoe company. Yeah, shoe company, that's right. I Not know t-shirts. wait, I know way too much about those movies. <laughs> Yeah, you did I'm, pretty good with parent trap questions. Oh, I'm a I'm oh, lights out the, when it comes to movie trivia. What was the camp called that they went to? That's a tough one. I thought this was a boys' camp. The name of the camp. It's not coming to me in the first first go around. Okay. I'm trying to picture it. Right. Yeah, not coming to camp me. Camp Walden for girls. Oh, there you go. There you go. It is said. It is said. See, yeah. that's that's a level of it's trivia. It's one of the first scenes in the movie too they open it with the camp walden sign besides the whole love song at the beginning where they're on the ship and it's like the opening credits beyond that then it goes to camp walden i wish you know i wish somehow it was a competitive sport i think you wish somehow i was smarter at it so that we could battle not at all no (laughs) i'm sure i'm just it's (laughs) one of the most useless things that i have just crammed in my head it's just so much i gotta say one of our um just and we're kind of going backwards with this, but uh, week in review, we've been obsessing over Family Feud, and you have been killing it. Yep. You kill it at Family Feud. Before anyone says any of the answers, you basically get all of the answers. Like, you need to go on that show. Well, here's the thing. If I went on that show, I'd, I'd want to go by myself and go 1v5, and it would just be <laughs> your main man, Bennett, back here and again on Family Feud, and it would just be me against the other family. You'd probably still win. It'd be unfair. It'd be unfair because I, you know, the the whole family aspect is that you have, you know, weaker parts of your team. You know, you got people that know what they're doing, people that don't know what you're doing, but you also, it's the luck of the draw. But Family Feud is a very underrated show and, yeah. and just straight up comedy. It's fun. 
It's funny. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Steve Harvey's just having a ball out there. The questions are ridiculous. Like, what sound? What sound do you hear on the barn? Or you know, what what sound do you hear uh, while you're tending to your farm? And it's like, well, they do some really easy ones. They do some hard ones. Yeah, it's like unfair. Like then they'll, right. so they'll give that to one family. And of course they ace it because it's like, you know, you can or, oink or So a pluck. harder example would be what sound does grandpa hear grandma do that makes him turn his hearing aid off? That was a hard one. Yeah. Or or uh, if you're Mrs. <laughs> so random. If you're Mrs. Claus, describe Mr. Claus using a B word. Yeah. Like what B words does Mrs. Claus call Mr. Claus? I don't even remember what it that was. It was like bad... Someone guessed bastard, but it wasn't an answer. Yeah, it's like <laughs> ridiculous show. Oh, anyway, great show. I think that about wraps up our movie episode. I'm sure there will be more. Oh, of course. I'm sure movies are a forever. Thing. We love movies. Whether you whether you're Nancy Myers or a Jurassic Park kind of guy, I'll tell you though, kind of gal. All these movies are great, but they're all, they're all like old movies that I've seen for forever ago. Yeah. Lately, like the. Movies I've seen most recently haven't been blown away by, but that documentary, that Three Identical Strangers. That was great. I that, love documentaries. That'll get you going. Oh, yeah. That got me. Was that on Hulu? That was on Hulu. Yeah. 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 Three Identical Strangers. Let's not say anything about it. I just recommend you go watch it. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Just watch it from the beginning. So Very trippy. Very cool documentary. Yeah. If you ask me. <laughs> We got to appreciate you guys for tuning in today yeah, to another so installment much. of the All About It podcast. We're here for you. If you have any questions, you can reach out on the Instagrams at All About It podcast. I'm at Ariel Vay. Hubbin is Janet. Janet. <laughs> Janet Bay Roberts. My alter. Bennett J. Roberts. My alter ego. Bennett J. Roberts. And we're on iTunes, so you can rate or review and or both if you would like. It really helps the pod, and we appreciate you. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Till next time. Hags. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>